Right, we continue the study of the Tariyag Mitzvot, and we're up to the uh, 355th Mitzvah, and that is the Mitzvah Le'arik Sadeh, evaluating fields, Shiyitin Be'erich Katsuv, that you should give the set price that the Torah fixes. It's a positive commandment in Parashat Be'okotai. The source pasuk is Zera Homer Se'orim Bahamishim Shekel Kesef. It's Perich Avzayin Pasuk. Zion. I'm talking about over here where a person has, let's say, a field and he wants to make it Higdesh. So now he has to give the value of the field to the Beta Megdash, to the Beta Kabayan, to the treasury. So the question is, how do we <coughs> assess the value of a field? So the Torah actually gives a, a fixed price and a formula how to calculate it, which means uh, the uh, area that is able to produce a quantity called Homer Se'orim. Se'orim is obviously uh, Bali, and Homer is the equivalent of 30 Se'ah. So the shur would be how big of it, for every area that can be uh, yielding 30 Se'ah Se'orim, so one has to put uh, 50 Shekel uh, to the Bedekabayit. And Hakamim tell us that that is actually in an area of 75,000 square amma, which to be exact would be 273.86 by 273.86 square amma. So every uh, area like that would have to be given 50 shekel to the treasury. We don't care if the field is a great field, whether it's an inferior field, it is a fixed price. If the field is ste'ahuza, Stehauza's ancestral property, so then he has to add actually a fifth to the uh, set price that the Torah that the Torah says. Now, in the event that a person did uh, magdish an ancestral property, stehauza, and now the year of Yovel came, and when the year of Yovel came, the owner did not be pode yet, so it entered Yovel as hekdesh. So the Torah comes along and says that field automatically goes to the Kohanim. That's how they get property. And then the Kohanim will make the pidyon and it becomes theirs forever. And generally speaking, uh, one makes this calculation when he makes the pidyon based on how many years are left to the Shemitah. So therefore, we divide the 50 shekel payment over 49 years. So therefore, it's one shekel and a pandyon, which is a one plus, and basically it'll equal four nine. So the closer you are to the to the yovel, the less obviously the pandyon is. If you were forty nine years out, so then you'd pay the full price of uh, fifty shekel. Obviously, this mitzvah, in its time, which is in the times that yovel was noheg, was applying to male and female alike. We learned many times. We do not make things hegdesh today. However, if let's say somebody did, he shouldn't have done it, but he said, I want my field in Eretz Yisrael to be hegdesh. So then we follow the Takanaf Shemuel that we learned in Masichet Erchin that said, you could mehalel the Kiddushah of the field on a coin. You take the coin and you throw it into Yamamelach and you get rid of it. If a person does not want to rely on the which I don't know why uh, he would want to. We could actually take the value of the field and 
like we said, according to the Torah, and take all that money and throw into the Yama Melah as well. Point is, the guy doesn't want to rely on Shimuel because he wants to say, I'll redeem it and put the money on the side. And when Mashiach comes, then already we have a head start in the fundraising for the third Beit HaMikdash. The Rav says, don't do that. Al yikashtu bahem b'nei adam mishyeichenu bekerem zavit. But putting it in your corner and waiting for Mashiach to come, we're worried that somebody might come and use the money for personal use. Ah, you're going to ask, but the Beit HaMikdash can use the money. So the Chinuch reminds us, that La'atid Lavod is not going to be any shortage of money in order to strengthen and fortify and build the third Beit HaMikdash. So you don't have to worry about putting your money on the side in order to start the uh, campaign. That's going to be a very successful campaign and there's going to be a lot of uh, surplus. So therefore it's better to take the money and throw it into Yama Melah. Okay.